Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, Be Inspired audience. I'm here today with Eileen Dautrick, and Eileen is the executive director, is that right? So my my title's a little fancier, it's oh, actually president, me. Okay. <laughs> as per the chamber bylaws, but yes, I serve the same purpose, yes. Of the Tri-County Chamber of Commerce, that Correct. represents Berks, Southeastern Berks, okay. Western Montgomery, okay. Northern Chester. Very good. Very good. That's a huge area. How did you get here? Now, you're a Boyertown grad, is that right? I am. Class of 1989. Class of 1989. And I went to the high school in 88, so you were running around (laughs) there when I was running around there. And prior to that, of course, I was at junior high. That's where I met your cousin, Rusty. Yes. <laughs> As we will affectionately call him. Yes, Rusty. yes. And he yes. let me know that that is his least favorite moniker. And so that makes me even more determined <laughs> to become here. part of the Rusty Club. Yes, agreed. <laughs> anyway, so who knew? Because I've known you now for 20-some years or whatever. I had no idea, first of all, that you were Boyertown grad. Yes. That second of all, your father and I graduated together. <laughs> I mean, and that I know assorted other people in your family because Rusty was a student of mine. Right. In the gifted program back in when I was teaching junior high in Boyertown. Right. Who knew? Eileen, did you know any of that? I didn't, but Boyertown does truly live the small town uh, mentality and just environment. So, you know, I always joke around that it's like a class reunion when I go to the grocery store. Uh, You know, because a lot of us are still here. Uh, My family, Rusty's parents, my um, other aunts, uncles, (laughs) cousins, um, my brother, you know, literally um, lives not even five minutes away from me. So, you know, it is it is definitely somewhere where I've grown up and I've stayed uh, you know, so it. I'm sure we were connected in some way. Oh, I mean, because you have to be. No, I did not. Okay, that's good. So we are learning this together. We so are. Yes, that is just so cool. Well, yes. One of my favorite questions, as my audience knows, is uh, when you were in high school, did you plan to be the president of Tri County Chamber? <laughs> if not, <laughs> what were your plans back in the day? My plans were uh, education. I was going to be a school teacher. Elementary, secondary? Um, I wasn't really sure of that yet until I got into high school. I did take some uh, business courses in high school. I really liked accounting. So I was pretty much undecided when I went to, I attended Bloomsburg uh, University. And when I went to Bloomsburg, I was kind of dabbling um, and found that I could fulfill both 
uh, both interests of accounting, but being a business education teacher. So business education is going to fall a lot in your middle school, junior high school, high school. Right, right, right. So did you you teach? I did teach. uh, Right out of college, I ended up in Camp Hill outside of Harrisburg. Okay. Um, There was a woman there that was taking a one-year sabbatical, so it was a one-year position. Um, I taught for a year uh, (laughs) part-time in Wilson um, Uh School District, and then when I left... um, my most recent, the last teaching position I had, I was at Daniel Boone. Okay. Okay. But you didn't stay. I did not. <laughs> um, what I, did you learn from that then? I learned that I was not cut out to be a teacher. <laughs> uh, I, I really, um, I enjoyed some of the experiences. You know, the, the funny thing about being a business education teacher, you know, I always compare it to... Um, you know, I have a friend in the high school that's a social studies teacher, you know, science. Your your majors teach pretty much the same thing. Uh, you know, when I was a business teacher, I had everything from accounting, accounting one and accounting two. I had keyboarding. I had economics. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of prep I was doing. And, you know, it wasn't always, you know, a major class for students. So it wasn't always their focus either. And okay. it just became... So the kids were not as excited about being there as you had hoped they would be? With true. That? Yes. Does yes. That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I tell you what. And all those preparations. Did you have a life? <laughs> I, you know, it's funny because, you know, I am to this day a person who takes work home with me. Yeah. Um, nobody obviously requires that of me. Absolutely. But it is something that I have just been so used to because when I was teaching, there was always papers to grade or yep. lessons to plan, especially because Parents I was prepping for so yep. many classes. Yep, yep. yep. So it's just something, if I'm sitting watching TV at home, I've got a pile of work and I'm either reading stuff yeah, or, I do you know, too. just reviewing stuff because it's just been part of my yeah. my nature. So. Yeah. Well, I can remember my very first year of teaching. I, you know, taught all day, came home, worked all night, and by the end of the month, we were paid monthly. Oh, okay. I remember a paycheck of three hundred dollars, <laughs> and I thought, "What am I doing?" <laughs> Understood. But I, you know, I loved it, and just like you, I mean, I would sit there. I, I don't think I ever focused on a TV program a hundred percent while I was Great. teaching, you know, and it became a new thing. To be able to think about something else besides work after I retire. But now, doing all these things that I'm doing with right. the digital You're, Are you really I'm, retired? I'm, I'm back to the, Now it's not papers as much as my computer. But I'm kind of watching the Phillies, you know. Right, and you also doing my work, you know, because it's part of who I am and what I do. Understood. You I know, agree. I just love that. So, you ended up here from I teaching. Did. And how did that happen? So it's actually interesting. I came back from my first year at Bloomsburg uh, because I then decided I was going to pursue teaching. There were some steps I needed to shadow. I needed, you know, to do some of those assignments. So I went to Boyertown. You know, I came home the middle of May. School was still in session. So I went in. Can't even, sorry, remember which teacher I went in to shadow. But I ended up in the business department. And they had just been contacted by 
um, a woman by the name of Katie Connolly, who was hired to run what was at that point in time the Boyertown Area Chamber of Commerce. Um, where Tompkins is now, at the corner of East Philadelphia really? Avenue and Walnut. Now we're uh, Walnut. before or after First Federal? That would have been, I think, after. I don't remember what bank it was when, <laughs> but the office was in the basement. Okay, yes. So okay. I don't remember which bank it was at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I reached out to her. She hired me. She was brand new to the position, just really needed somebody to help her with administrative oh, stuff. Wow. And what a perfect fit. I knew I was going, you know, she knew I was going to be leaving. I, you know, okay. I can only stay for the summer. I'm going back to college. And she was fine with that, you know, to <laughs> the funniest story that she loved to tell was, you know, I was right out of high school, one year freshman, um, going into my sophomore year of college. And she said, every time I answered the phone, I would say Boyertown Area Chamber of Commerce. And then I would giggle at the end, (laughs) (laughs) but, but it was something that she just got so used to. Was it as professional as it probably should have been? Were you aware of that? I wasn't, but she, did you, were you, did you say, Oh, I didn't know I did that. And did you stop? I I don't think I stopped because at that point, I don't think I could, you know, it was just part of what I was doing. But then I went back to school and uh, through that whole experience, the Boyertown area chamber was attached to Tri-County Okay. at the time. So through that interaction, I had met Dale Maley, who was running the chamber um, and continued for many years thereafter. And every time... I was home for a summer break from college. Dale would hire me for an internship. Yep. Um, and then, you know, eventually I went on to do teaching because it was what I went to school for. I, I felt like I needed to keep giving it a, a shot. Um, and unfortunately, I was really unhappy at Daniel Boone. I ran into Dale, I think, at the Coventry Mall. Uh, and no she was looking to hire a person to sort of be day-to-day operations so yeah, she yeah. could focus more on the mission piece yeah. of the organization yeah. and she could get out from yes, under yes, the, yes. the day-to-day stuff. So she thought I'd be a perfect fit because at that point in time, I had almost done everything right, right, <laughs> in right, the right. organization. So um, that was, I actually left in the middle of a school year. Did you really? It was March of 1999. And I came wow. back as... Um, vice president of administration and then eventually executive vice president and, <laughs> and moving on and, and then moving on <laughs> eventually <now> president <laughs> we reorganized um in 2010 right uh, and i became president at that point in time very good you hear from dale i do um dale What's and i are doing? still dale has a house in roars ford and a house in florida Okay. So she snowbirds it, <laughs> and uh, her and her husband Jeff go down. You know, when it gets a little colder up What's here. What's she involved and... in? I can't imagine she's staying home. <laughs> you know, Dale's. Uh... I mean, when she left the chamber, I can remember her telling me, "I'm retiring, and I'm not going to be Jane Stahl." Because <laughs> <laughs> she knew what I was involved in at that point. She really hasn't stayed involved in things outside of, you know, keeping in touch with her friends. Okay. Um, You know, there's a lot of people from this area that have a home in Florida, so she's able to stay in connection. And we're right around the corner, so. And then her, you know, we joke around because the one thing she has done multiple times um, since she retired is move. 
And really? Dale's a huge decorator. So oh, that helps keep well, her busy. Go. That's what <laughs> so she's doing. That's that where she spends sense. her time. So, so she went into the arts. Yes, there you what go. she ended up doing. Yes. I love that. Hello, Dale. <laughs> Maybe Eileen will send you this little I, podcast. I will make sure I do that. But no, sweetheart, that I think of you <laughs> often, and I hope you're doing well. So, so yes, we get together. Uh, there's a group of us that um, I'm the only one still working here, but other oh former God. employees, we do Christmas, uh, get together, you know, and just have dinner. Um, and then if Dale's in the area, she'll con- contact me every now and then, and we'll grab lunch or breakfast or something. Oh, so yeah, definitely stay in touch. Oh, she was a huge fun. part um, of my journey in this organization, Absolutely. so I owe a lot to her. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about now that you're here at Tri-County as president, yes. okay, um, <laughs> what's your favorite part of what you do here? So I think, you know, it has, it's changed. You know, I think uh, as I've stayed here and as I've spent more time here, you know, my my passion has always been watching our members succeed. Okay. At the end of the day, that's why we're here. We're here to help a member, a business grow, um, you know, and that happens for our membership in different ways. You know, every business is different, so they use our organization differently. You know, but that's really where I find, uh, you know, just satisfaction is whether I'm able to introduce a member to um, a new service or benefit that we have or connect a member to another member or another resource in the community that's going to help them. I love that part of what I do, too. Right. The connecting. Yes. One talent with another talent. In your case, it's one opportunity, maybe. I appreciate that. At the end of the day, that's all we really are. We're either connecting people to other resources, to people, um, to organizations, you know, so, you know, that's, we're connectors. Very good. Do you have some star stories? Your favorite connection? I mean, I really put you on the spot. You did put me on the spot. And, you know, maybe they'll come. They might, yes. I will will kind of try and subconsciously (laughs) think of that. (laughs) See if something pops in. Sometimes there are vignettes that we use in one place or another. So I thought maybe you might have those stored somewhere. Um, There probably is one, but it's not coming to mind right now of an actual story, you know, or... very good sample that I use. You know, I understand. Some yeah. of what we do is, uh, you know, I can share probably the easiest way to do it is testimonials that we get from members. Right. So we just had a member, he was uh, involved in his own, he had his own business at one point in time. He's on to a new endeavor now. And he just recently rejoined with the company he works for. And, you know, obviously thought uh, we were of value that he wanted to come back. And he gave us a testimonial um, shortly after coming back in the membership to the effect of he got home and um, said something about, I forget what, how his wife prompted it, but it was something about winning the lottery. And his response was, no, I joined the Tri-County Area Chamber of Commerce, and oh. that's so much better. <laughs> so, oh, my God, they gave me a little chill. So we actually, <laughs> we actually used his quote in marketing. You um, should. I was marketing one of our events. And uh, 
as a signal to it, uh, we actually gave everybody that was in attendance at that event got a one dollar scratch off very good uh, ticket just to again, you know, you're not only lucky by being members of the chamber and the value that comes from that, but we hope you're, you know. Oh, additionally good. lucky by getting you know a couple bucks off a scratch very good very <laughs> so. good so the mission of the chamber at the mission statement of the chamber is to help businesses grow yes we're membership-based business advocacy organization so we are very true to our members first value so everything we do you know as a staff as a team as a board uh, we really look at how it's going to impact our members. That is always first and foremost. You know, the mission is to really take our leadership, take our uh, resources, and just, you know, increase the impact that it has on members, which ultimately then impacts our community. Yeah, yeah. So. Sounds good. Now, you have a whole leadership sh- uh, a leadership course that's not the right word we but do i i look for that and i look for people who are involved in that can you talk about that a little bit i can so and, and do you do you do you have a waiting list of people who want to be part of that experience or do you how does that work it's actually interesting uh waiting list no um <laughs> but it is a heavily sought um, sought out, sought after. That's right. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So uh, it is a program that started in 1993, um, was the first class. Wow. Um, That's quite a long time. Yes. Yeah. So some of the familiar faces, um, I think Frank Morgan was a member no of that kidding. first class. Um, Beth Beal. Uh, you know, so there are some people who float around um, the Boyertown area who were uh, part of that initial program. And it started because there were some individuals who had gone through other programs. Uh, they came together, thought that the Tri-County region could benefit from creating that structure. So it's a 10-month program. Um, it, we hold it every year. There were a couple years, you know, obviously pandemic and right, some right, other right. things prior to that that we started to take the program. There were a couple sequences in there where it went every other year. Uh, so we just graduated our 20, 20th class. Um, we have a class right now. It starts in September. They graduate in June. Wow. And they spend one day per month together, a full day. And it's basically to orient them sort of behind the scenes to the community and the interesting thing, you know, we've had plenty of people who've gone through the program that have been from this area their entire life, you know, lived here, worked here, grew up here, and everybody will always say they've learned something yeah. while they've been in that 10-month program. And our alumni, um, which is over 250 individuals, are our biggest cheerleaders. You know, I have never heard anybody talk negative about their experience, and some of those people are what we call voluntold. So they come into that September session because somebody told them you're gonna go through this program. So they're a little closed-minded when they first start, Um, but by, you know, the first, second, you know, the the end of the first session and definitely the end of the second session, you know, they're they're all in, you know, they've really gotten engaged and see the value. I'm 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 curious about Mm -hmm. closed-minded. What does that mean? How does that look? So some people, you know, a good example is um, one of the people that the hospital sent through. She had gone through her own master's in organizational leadership program. 
And when the CEO of the hospital explained that he wanted to, her to go through this program, she was, you know, dumbfounded. She's like, what are you talking about? I have a master's degree in organizational leadership. What, what could I possibly get from this? Uh, and she is a true advocate for leadership Tri-County. And it's, it is professional development. It's some personal development. It's community engagement. But at the end of the day, it's also the relationships. You're spending one day a month with a That's, group of 20 other people. Yeah. Our classes average about 20 people. Um, they're all different ages. They're all different industries that they are coming from. So different skill sets, different backgrounds. You know, and those relationships stick with you. Now, okay, so I had an idea okay. that that group of leaders would spend most of their time going to this business or that business and learning. But what you're saying is the relationships or the, the self-discovery, shall we say, kind of community building, shall we say, by getting to know all these different... Does that work? Does that... Yes. Yeah, so the program was designed in a particular way that we actually spent more time in the community so a full day was spent out in the community well, that's and what i were, would assume there were small pieces that we brought in house uh, for the class to participate in some leadership development nonprofit leadership because that was something that was a major goal of our program was we need community leaders. How do we teach How people? How do you do it? Come on, come on, come leaders. on. All right, here's a teacher. Me. I, my last year of teaching, my 35th year of teaching, I offered uh, uh, an elective course at the high school. Right. It was my seventh prep. No, no. It was my seventh class, fourth prep, something right. like that. Sure. But, I mean, I took it on on purpose because it was my last year and I wanted a chance and it was called Leadership 101. Right. What do you teach in leadership? So Leadership Tri-County has changed. Uh, after we came out of the pandemic, we actually for the first time hired an outside facilitator. So uh, Jenna Armato, she's a chamber member coach. Um, she has gone through John Maxwell training. Jenna was used to do some, sort of those small uh, professional development pieces that we were building into the program previously. And when we came out of the pandemic, we were a very small staff. Uh, I, you know, I was the only person who really had experience because while I was working prior to becoming president, I directed the program for a number of years. So in my head, <laughs> I somehow <laughs> thought, well, I'll just do it again. Um, but Jenna came to us with a proposal to actually take the class on completely. Uh, so she is uh, subcontracted to serve as director of the program. And we've taken a little bit of switching of the emphasis. So there are still community tours. There's still panels of community leaders that come in and talk to the class on various topics. But then we have taken a little bit more self-discovery so the gotcha. class goes through, um, each one goes through a DISC analysis. Uh, they have communication um, training with those DISCs yep. on how to communicate with each other because they are working on group projects. Um, but then it also helps them with communication with fellow coworkers, you know, with bosses. So we've done a little bit more of building in some topics, you know, that we feel will I help develop. One of my favorite things in that course that I developed was, you know, and I just read different leadership books sure. and so mm -hmm. forth, 
But, you know, just having the kids, the students, identify themselves in terms of what type of leader. Right. Are you a visionary or are you a manager? Right. You know, and that's a completely different... And knowing what you are and and how you operate best and trying to become a little bit more of something you're not quite as familiar with right really enhances your whole abilities and one of the neat things that uh you know has been very generous of jenna to offer is you know the class is going through this training but that's one person so one of the things that she has offered is she will go and there's a list of different topics that the class has talked about you know and uh, discussed over the course of the 10 months, she will go back to each person in the class and she will do a one hour session with the teams in their companies because the piece that we realize is missing is the one person gets all of this training, but then when they try and take it back and use it, there's a whole body of people that don't know what they're talking about. (laughs) So she's offered these one hour sessions with other, with the other members of your team to be able to say, you know, Hey, let us share just a tidbit of this. So you can also, you know, benefit from, you know, what that person learned. Well, I know that I attended and I can't even tell you, I should have looked it up before I came (laughs) today, but I know I attended one of your sessions it wasn't the leadership thing, but just one of your programs. Sure. And there was a gift at the end of we are giving gifting you coming into your organization and testing each of the principal people. Right. In terms of personality or style yes. or okay. whatever. That was so valuable for my people. Right. You know, and such a surprise for some of them. Right. You know, what do you mean I'm not a people person? You know, what do you it's, mean I'm yes. more goal-oriented? Right. How can that be? It was really fascinating. And I think it's really important. Anyway, obviously, I have a real fascination and a passion about that kind of thing, leadership styles and communication and relationships and all that kind of thing. Now, but that's not the only program I I read about. Is you have a woman to woman? Uh, Women to Women is actually Greater Reading's program. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, No, you're fine. Uh, We did, uh, years ago, we had a program called WOW, Women of the Workforce. That's what I remember. Yes. In uh, 2019, we reorganized um, and rebranded. So WOW is, what was WOW is now REACH. Okay. So the one question we get is, what does REACH stand for? REACH is not an acronym. Um, when we were we pulled together a committee of you know women who were active within the chamber uh, to serve on this committee to help us rebrand, and the the communication conversations we were having kept coming back to how do we define what we want our program to stand for. So we kept throwing out words, and then it was trying to figure right, right, out what right. letters would mean. You know, and we came down to the idea that there is. There's no acronym because it really just is the word reach. So whether it's reaching out to ask for help, whether it's reaching back to help to extend your hand and help somebody up, whether it's reaching one of your goals, that's really the word that we felt defined the program that we were trying to create. And is it woman? It is. It is women-based. Yes. uh, It's a committee of all women. Men are obviously, you know, we try to have speakers who, again, you know, most of our programming is going to be business-oriented, professional development. And those speakers and those topics 
go across the board. Uh, you know, we tend not to get men in attendance just because uh, a lot of the audience now, is women. Somebody's going to say, what do you mean you have a whole program for women? Do you have a whole program for men, too? And then do you have a whole program for, you know, for other groups? You know, and again, you know Dale, so you would know the, you would know the philosophy that she comes from. And I remember very vividly when we when someone came to us and suggested starting a women's program, uh, you know, she was a little skeptical because her her piece was, you know, be confident enough to be in the room, whether you're the only woman, you know, whether you're the minority, okay. uh, just be confident enough to be in the room. Why do we need to create this separate networking group? There you go. You know, that separates right, you right, even right. more. So, but we did it anyway. Um, and, you know, we we got, um, again, you're, not, you're talking early 2000s. Uh, you know, business dynamics were obviously different. different. So we did get some of that. Well, you know, where's where's our men's group? You know, and Dale's comment was, look at every other event we have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's filled with, with men. men. Right. So you don't need a separate group because you've already pretty much created one with everything else it. we do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but Reach, um, we do quarterly luncheons where we have mm-hmm. in different speakers um, November 9th was our REACH conference, okay. um, which is a half-day uh, session where we bring in three different speakers. Um, we have some activities, you know, for people to network. Yeah, you know, just trying to give women access to information, to topics, to uh, and stories, success stories. Yes. Being together and recognizing it is a bonding thing. Correct. Yeah. It really is just trying again that whole concept of reach, you know, and just really trying to support each other. Very good. Very good. Well, let me just take a tiny break here and get back to Dale for a minute. And Dale, I want you to know, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that our Bear Fever program. Yes. That. I mean, she really kicked that off yes. for us. Do you remember I rem- that? I do. I, I do. mean, it, everything was red and black and napkins. And-, and I think it was actually, you know, and again, I'm not trying to, you know, give credit. And again, she's um, she has moved on right, right, <laughs> with right, her right, life. Right. Um, but she was also uh, one of the driving forces for building a better Boyer town. She helped in that whole process Is that as well. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Well, I know, so, she, she, I mean, I, I will always credit her for right. the quick yes, introduction she is. And, <laughs> and success of the Bear Fever Project. Yeah, she's pretty that good at that. Night, <laughs> I mean, that night before we left, we had dozens yep. of orders right. for sponsors for Bear Fever Bears. That would not have happened without right. the chamber. And it's, but it's so cool, you know, it... it yeah. It has definitely added a component, you know, to an already great community, but it is just something that yeah. ties it even more together. Right, right. Which, well, is, just, which is really I, cool. I, I really need to thank the chamber yes. and <laughs> make that very clear because we are, you know, we're headed toward 90 bears now. Right. And it's just, I mean, it's just incredible. So let's talk just a little bit about... Um, about any any future projects that you've got going, any future reorganizations, any future either personally or professionally. What's going on? So we recently, uh, January, February, and March of this year, we did uh, three half-day work sessions with our board of directors. 
you know, to really take uh, an inward look at who we are and what we want to be. So we are trying to really focus in on some of our programming. You know, there are there are plenty of organizations and there are plenty of other ways to make connections or yes. network, as you know, it is typically called. So one of the things that I'm trying to do a little bit more focusing of our team is the marketing of what we do and focusing what we do on the additional services. So you don't necessarily, everything the chamber does will have networking. It's just part of who we are. Right. But we don't need to be that component to everybody. You know, there's coffee groups that meet, you know, on an ongoing basis, on a regular basis. They get great attendance and participation and people are looking for that to do the quick, here's my card, you know, if you can use me in the future. You know, what we're trying to really focus in, and it's one of our three cornerstones, is relationships. You know, I will tell you this every time I get to talk to um, a not yet member or a new member, the the statement I always make is I would be in a much different place if I could guarantee you that you join the chamber and business shows up at your door. But that's not how this works. Yeah. You know, we are a relationship-based organization and that takes time. Uh, but we are also a community. So we try and form and represent our organization as its own community. You know, so in your community, you want to support people that are part of your same group. Right. Uh, you know, so we encourage people to do business with other chamber members you know, and we really try and create small group interactions that are more conversation based. They are more right. focused on building a relationship and not just extending my business card, uh, you know, and wanting to sell. Yes. You know, it's not about the sale. Um, ultimately, it's about the relationship. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much true everywhere. Mm-hmm. And what a smart mission above and beyond <laughs> and that's to build relation i mean right. i i hear what you're saying that's really and i think that's the important thing it is you know and again that's a unique position that we are in and again there are plenty of opportunities whether it's online you know whether it is networking groups and we credit them for having a model that works and people go to them you know faithfully and right. you know there's nothing wrong with that but you know, we're trying to really focus on the extra stuff that we can provide. And I think it's really important to recognize not only as an organization, but also as a person, you can't be everything to everybody. Yes, exactly. You know, and yes. you end up taking who you are, organization mm-hmm. or person, and right. the best of what you have to offer and making that work. And that's very true. You will expend a lot of resources trying to be that thing to everybody, everybody. and you're not necessarily investing in them in the place that makes the most sense. Yes. Um, and that's what we're trying to, to really spend our time concentrating on. Very good. One last thing. Yes. What do you want people to know about the Tri-County Chamber of Commerce? And Eileen Dautrick. <laughs> <laughs> Eileen Dautrick is, you know, I am um, the Tri-County Chamber. Uh, most people can associate me with this organization. I have, um, as I mentioned, been here since 1999. So um, I am in year 24. So wow. I am, um, you know, pretty much a standard yes. <laughs> here. Um, you know, again, I... I truly feel like myself and the culture that we're trying to create within the organization, you know, is 
nothing more than being a resource for small business. So if you haven't tried a chamber before, and it doesn't necessarily have to be us, um, there are plenty of other chambers, you know, in other communities, you know, but I truly think, you know, especially as we move into a new year, uh, if it's something you haven't done for your business, you know, it could probably be well worth the membership investment and you can get that back multiple times over meeting the right people and building the right relationships, you know, so... I say give us a shot, you know, and I am happy to personally speak with people, uh, you know, just to share my passion. I will share with you where I think based on your business goals, you want to spend your time and energy. You know, you can't attend every event we have, but if you are looking for a key audience to really market your business to, we can tell you where those people are. Um, And we can tell you what benefits to spend time Um, And possibly even some additional financial resources, you know, to really take advantage of and, you know, see the results in growing your business. Well, it sounds like you're having a good time. I do. do. I am. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. On the Be Inspired podcast. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.